As long as people have been going into these woods, there have been stories about the Millhaven Dragon. How's that song go again? They come from the north, right? Way up there in the mountains where few people have ever been. But sometimes, a dragon gets lost from its family and winds up very, very far from home. They say it lives in these very woods, that you can hear its roar at night. They say this, they say that, but as far as I know, not one soul has ever actually seen this dragon, except me. You saw a dragon? I sure did. Oof. I sure did. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. All right, this is where Sam would say something, but he doesn't. Isn't here. This is episode 178, and tonight we're talking about 2016's Pete's Dragon. Not not the 1970-something psycho weird movie, but the 19 or the 2016 Pete's Dragon. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Green Falcor Jimison. I had something really witty to say during this moment, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I truly am. Uh, and Corny also takes six tranks, trank darts to take him down, Logan. Pete's magic dragon was kind of a killer. It tried to eat the people there, and it was just bad, actually. It was really uh, scary. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, we should probably kill that thing before it uh, murders people. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, you just turned this movie into Reign of Fire all of a sudden. Okay. Oh, Johnny Cash? I can, I can do that too. Uh, not Ring of Fire, Reign of Fire. The um, Didn't we do that for this podcast? Didn't we do Reign of Fire? Uh, no. Oh, it just feels like we should have. Oh, yeah. Um, and Ring of Fire. Why not? I guess we're just dragging oh, no, feet. Walk the line, sorry. Yeah, I'm wrong movie. Line. Yeah. Man, I could have swore we did Ring of, Reign of Fire. That thing's been on, I thought that's been on like Netflix for years. Maybe I'm high, who knows? No, I don't think we have. Damn, I'm really surprised, honestly, because I kind of like that movie for strange reasons, but that's okay. So, so, no, one, so no one caught my uh, dragon their feet? No, no, I, I, I'm totally uh, with you with your dragon of the feet bit. I just ignored it. Well, let me rephrase. I didn't ignore it. I, I've come so accustomed to your... Your bad, your punishment that uh, I, I didn't acknowledge it. I apologize, Corny, for, for not acknowledging it. You didn't it. want to fan the flame of, of puns. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no Sam tonight. Um, we've had to reschedule tonight's recording three different times or two different times. Uh, and we just ran out of time before we wanted to get it in this week. So, we are uh, doing it just the three of us, and that's, that's fine. Though Sam did leave me a actually rather lengthy. Um, take his his take out of this for this movie, um, and so we'll uh, we'll we'll dive into that in a little bit. But first, uh, Andrew, what is uh, what is uh, what is Pete's dragon? The adventure of an orphan boy named Pete and his best friend Elliot, who just so happens to be a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Et. Wait, was and that it? That description tells us nothing about the movie. Oh. That's it. That's <laughs> Yeah. I thought you stopped because Corny interrupted you, but no, that's it. No, no, no. That's all. Oh. It's just the adventures of Pete and his friend Elliot, who is a dragon. Elliot. <laughs> Pete and his friend Pete, or his brother Pete. Pete um, Pete. Yeah. 
Yeah, so there we are. There it is. Okay. Uh, I was sorry. I was thinking about that show, Pete and Pete, which I really liked when I was a kid. Um, so I, I want to ask, had either one of you seen the 1976 version of this movie? I used to watch it all the time when I was younger or last week. Or last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corny, had you ever seen it? All right, hold on. Um, I want to say yes, but... Um, I, I, well, most of the classics, uh, I, I tended to miss them um, until I was like 13, 14, 15. Right. Um, and so. This was nominated. I kind of feel like. Go ahead. I kind of feel like I remember seeing this on TV and uh, always skipping through it. Like, you know, uh, Saturday afternoons where they'd have the random movies on. Um, uh, network TV. Right. And I'm pretty sure I've seen bits and pieces. Like I'm looking at a picture right now of uh, what appears to be uh, the, the little boy from Oliver Twist uh, with a giant dragon that looks like a dog. And um, I remember seeing stuff like this, but I don't think I've ever watched this movie or the 1977 version. Yeah, right. I'm looking to see if it was a Disney movie and I can't see anywhere that it is. So, oh no! It uh, is. Yeah, it is a Walt Disney movie. There it is. Um, yep, there it is, right there on his belly. Uh, his name is Elliot. He's this is on the poster. His name is Elliot. He's twenty feet high and forty feet long. He can become invisible at the drop of a hat or spew red hot flames. In fact, there's only way to bring this awesome beast under control: rub his tummy. That's on the poster. <laughs> Sounds a lot like a friend we know. Right. <laughs> oh, good old Andrew. I was going to go with ladies. Uh, so I was just wondering if you guys had ever seen that because I was trying not to compare the two because they're two completely different movies. Yeah. With two yeah, different. They're completely different from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, literally the only thing that's the same is that an orphan boy named Pete and that he has a dragon. And that's really it. And then he finds family at the end of the movie. And that's it. I was waiting for, you know, somebody to have a lighthouse. and But that never happened. No lighthouses, no singing. Yeah. No um, singing. No, no evil family trying to um, uh, reclaim him as their own. Um, with the weird song about how they want to kill him and eat him and boil him and tar him. And it's very strange. Um, there's none of that. Um and there's also, in the original one, it's always kind of implied that Pete is, or, the, or Elliot is Pete's imagination that turned real. Um, like, And LSD is a hell of a drug. Right. Well, it was the 70s. It was a hell of a time. Um, in fact, it was even, um, oh, damn, awesome. I missed it. I mean, sorry, it, it was a different time. Thanks, Chad. So, yeah. This awkward moment is brought to you by... <laughs> by me trying to find where my, my iTunes stuff is. Um, you guys are all quiet for some reason. I wanted to bump you up. Um, so this movie, yeah, to the 2016 version, it's, um, it, it's, it, it's never implied that it's this imagination. It's, there are dragons in, in North America and, they're, and that they're very real. Um, and that, and that, that's what Pete or Elliot is. He's a real dragon. And so it'll be interesting. Sasquatch type thing. Yeah. Um, and it was also, um, well, anyway, we can talk about that later. Had any of us seen this before this viewing? Nope. I had kind of been conscious while my children watched it, <laughs> uh, but I did not actually pay attention the first time. I caught a few things. But uh, didn't actually watch it. That's fair. And this was the first time I watched it, and I watched it with my wife and son, my four-year-old, and uh, and he he seemed to enjoy it uh, just fine. But um, it's definitely not the 1977 cartoon um, version, uh, which was nominated for two Oscars, by the way. That movie, the 1977, really? yeah, for um, original music, original uh, song. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah, it would. Yeah, original song. Okay. Um, all right. Well, Andrew, I'll let you uh, lead off bad as you typically do. 
with your uh, your take. Okay. Yeah, it, like I said, it's really the first time that I'd seen it all the way through. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't have much in common, like we've said with the first one. Um, so it's basically a new story. But it's in all Disney stories, you have to start out with killing the parents. Um, yeah, and right. as a father, it and you've said this before, Sean, and I'm sure Corny, you're the same way. When there's movies where the parents die and there's a kid who's left alone, you you know you you feel there. Now, had we not had kids, this might not have affected me as much. I'm not saying I wept, but I'm saying it did. You know, it did touch me a little bit at the beginning. Um, but, uh, I didn't think it was overly sentimental. I thought it was, you know, that played its part and then it moved on. So, um, but the movie itself I thought was kind of, it had some good moments and some questionable moments. Um, and I I can't think right off the top of my head what those question moments are, but we'll talk about it and I'll remember what they were, but, um, I should have written them down. But, you know, uh, how, well, okay. For instance, one of them was, uh, I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, okay? This kid is supposed to be, what, 11? Yeah. And when his parents, when his parents die, he was five. Mm -hmm. Now, I know from experience that my kids started brushing their teeth from the time they were, they had teeth, you know? And I'm pretty sure that when you're five, you can remember some things. So when he's later on, 10 or 11, with this new family and he sees a toothbrush and he looks at it like, what is this magical device? <laughs> right. You know, like, you put shaving cream on it. There's some questionable things that, uh, uh, I don't know, that kind of took me out of the moment, so to speak. But uh, uh, I, guess- I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. No, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't. I didn't sleep through it, so there we are. That's good, Corny. Oh, um, let's see. I know this is my first time. Uh, my first time calling a long time listener. Uh, this is my first time watching this movie <laughs> in entirety, and um, I got the impression. Okay, so the the first you know. Uh, the parents die thing, and you know, and unless you gain superpowers, um, then you know it's just an orphan being raised by something. And uh, so I got a Jungle Book theme out of this. You know, I just assume we're running around uh, being all Mowgli and right. stuff. And um, so I was real cool with the, uh, uh, I guess the, the premise of the Boyne's Dragon. Um, and that's a. I, I, I guess I could have uh, dealt with more of that, uh, but I got to be honest with you. I got real mad at the adults and the, the people outside of the woods because they were just assholes. Like everybody just amped up his life. Uh, isn't Bryce Dallas Howard was going to send him to a foster care thing, and um, Carl Urban was like, "I am the law treat cutter," and, <laughs> and that was weird. And then he had a. Uh, Oh, who was the who was the husband? Well, um, his real name is Wes Bentley, but we know him from such fine movies as The Hunger Games and that bad movie we did, Final Girl. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he was. I've seen him from something else. Hold on. Oh. I'm sorry, but anyway, yeah. the point is, is that um, I'm watching this movie and I'm kind of dealing with it, and then we got to pretty much the the last act. And I was so mad at everyone who wasn't that boy or dragon. <laughs> like when he turned around and set fire to that bridge, I was like, yes, let it rain, kill them all. <laughs> and uh, I realized immediately this is why I shouldn't watch this with my son. <laughs> Fair enough. I have vengeance issues. I'm not Batman, which sucks. Because then I could just, you know, be the law. Right? Crap. Um, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to read Sam's take uh, as his kind of intro. And if we want to reference uh, it, we can. Oh, my God. You okay, Sam? Sorry. 
Now, I just remembered my witty comment. What was your witty comment? Is it still is it still no appropriate? But it was when you said Andrew so and so Jimison, I was going to reply to that with this. Damn it, Jim. I'm not a dragon slayer, I'm a doctor. Oh nice. nice. Or it's I'm yeah. a doctor, not a dragon slayer. Got it. Well yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. No, I tried. I, no, I'm hey. not a Trekkie. Nice. That's fine. It's, it's still, I appreciate the, the attempt. Uh, Sam, uh, well, this, I'm gonna try, I, don't, I don't really know how to, if I can do a Sam impression, but while I'm very happy that the movie did not turn out to be an old yeller, I still think this flick fell flat, gosh, Sam, with the alliteration, on many levels. The original played up like the magical qualities of Elliot, while this one made the dragon out to be a real animal. The question of whether or not the beast was a figment of the boy's imagination was never brought into focus. Much like the disastrous episode one of Star Wars, they took the mysterious and made it scientific. They took away the wild-eyed wonder and replaced it with hard count fact. I thought that they were going to do that that way. They were going to go that way with Robert Redford, who was an amazing asset to the movie. But they set his story aside pretty quickly when the dragon was revealed to everyone in town, as for the dragon, I was fairly unimpressed. It wasn't vicious like those Game of Thrones, nor too friendly like How to Train Your Dragon. It rode the line between Monster Zinc and Dragonheart, all the while giving Elliot the attitude of a lovable chocolate Labrador. To tell you the truth, I was hoping for a little bit more of the toothless variety of dragons, and I was a bit disappointed when he wasn't more cat-like. Well, that's strange. Um, overall, the movie is just hump. It's fairly, it's family friendly, but I still don't like, I still don't think I'd show it to my six year old. The car crash scene alone is enough to scare her, but it certainly is something we might watch in a few years. It's cute, cuddly, and even with a few guns, it's not too violent or horrific. Heck, if you can rein in Judge Dredd as the bad guy and keep him from killing folks, you've done well for yourself. All right. So that's Sam's take. And I really wish he was here because I'd love to talk to him about some of the, some of his comments, but he's not, so I can't. Um, so I'll just uh, say my piece instead. Um, I agree with some of the things that Sam says, and I think kind of what everyone else is here is more or less said is that this is a safe movie. It's just easy and safe and simple, and there's not a whole lot of original happening here, right? Boy loses parents. Boy is raised by Wild Dragon. Yes, the dragon does turn out to be real. I, I do disagree with the point that Sam made, though. The dragon does possess some type of magical quality that they make reference to four or five times in the movie um, that Robert Ruffer keeps talking about the magic. He's always referring to the magic, feel the magic, whatever. Uh, and that's why Robert Redford does what actions he does in, his, um, in helping them, you know, free Elliot is because he doesn't want something like that, something magical, something pure, something that we can't explain to be killed by Carl Urban. Um, I'm actually and surprised. Do what? I'm oh, I'm the, the law. law, yeah. And I'm actually surprised Sam didn't make a Jurassic Park reference um, to the fact that in Jurassic Park 2, uh, what's his name? Um, shoot, the comedian. Um, it's in that movie. Come Norm MacDonald. No, um, <laughs> don't say Joe Pesci. Uh, and that counts as our Joe Pesci count. Uh, whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, shoot, what is his name? Uh, Lost World. Ian Malcolm. No, no, not him. Lost World. Wayne Knight. No, is he in the, the movie? Samuel Jackson. He's not in the second one. Clever Chris Tucker? No, <laughs> this is getting fun. No, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Where is The, the Rock? Frick? No, The Rock. Um, Vince Vaughn. Shit, gosh. Um, oh, well, you said comedian. I was trying to think of somebody funny. He is funny. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> he, has, he has moments. He's good. Anyway, my point is, is that in that movie, there's a moment where he's talking to the hunter guy, right? The guy that they bring in, and his his only fee is that he wants to hunt the T Rex, 
And the guy says, there's a dinosaur or there's an animal on the planet for the first time in 65 million years, and the only way you can express yourself is by killing it. And that kind of reminded me of Carl Urban a little bit. It's like, here's this magical thing, and all you want to do is kill it um, or show it off or sell it or chop it up and eat it or something. I don't know what he's going to do with it. Yeah. Um, Dumb like true Americans. Uh, well, no, you're not wrong. I mean, that's that's probably about as American as you can get in this movie. Um, but anyway... I um, I mean the movie was fine. It was fine. That's that's just kind of what it is. It's just it's a fine, simple, easy, safe movie. Um, Elliot got to do not Elliot. Um, Pete got to do a little parkour, which was kind of neat. Um, and yeah, Corny, you're right. I never, I didn't think about the Mowgli bit. I mean, he's he's parkouring off trees, jumping off school buses. I mean, he doesn't have fear of normal things that we are f- afraid of because he's lived in the woods for six years. You know, just like, like Mowgli, you know, he's not afraid of heights. Why? Like there are way scarier things in the woods that can get you besides heights. So anyway, um, with guys. right. That can sing to you with the Scarlett Johansson voice. Um, oh, yeah. um so anyway, I, I, and, and the star is the dragon itself. Elliot, the original cartoon dragon, he was, you know, he was a cartoon, but he was scaly to the point that in the movie, if you remember or not, he actually sets a stick on fire so that it would have like ash on it. And then they draw on his belly. They play tic-tac-toe on his belly. Yeah. Um, whereas in this movie, he's obviously furry and significantly larger than in the he's cartoon. He's more like uh What's that thing from the Neverending Story? That's why your middle name was uh, Green Falcor. Yeah, because that's what he Falcor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, you mean Appa? Yeah, actually, kind of like Appa. Actually, more like Appa than Falcor because Appa doesn't talk. So yeah, he's a green flying bison. So yep, 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 yep. Um, which, by the way, Corny, a very few people in, liked my. On the day of the eclipse, that it was uh, time to invade the Fire Nation. Reference. You know, I purposely didn't like that. No, no, fine. That was it. Was mean of me. Yes, it was. Your jerk. It was, it was too good. I was jealous. It was too clever. Was Is that jealous. what it was? And then my buddy was like, "You're such a dork," and I'm like, "You watch Naruto, so whatever." Or whatever that how you pronounce that thing. The guy with the Naruto. boot sandals. Yeah, why? Well, it's it's longest running anime. Uh, series, I think. That's longer than Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, I think so, actually. Never seen a single episode. Don't even know what it's about. He just wears boot sandals. It's actually a pretty damn good series. You should. Uh, I've been told it's good. I just don't know anything about it. So Maybe I'll get into it. Maybe not. Probably not. I don't know. I've suddenly got a lot more free time on my hands. I'll just put it that way. Um, the Disney movie, yeah, they all have to die. How does he survive for six years? What does he eat? Um, I'm still kind of curious about that. Um, well, whatever anime kills him, I mean, it was cooked thoroughly. That's for sure. Well, that's true. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess we're making that assumption, right? Right. Like that Elliot will help him. I mean, he saves the bunny from the bear, but I mean, we, we, let's be real. This is, you're going to have, in order to survive, you're going to have to have some kind of protein. And there's probably not a whole lot of nuts and berries in the wood that, in the forest of the Pacific Northwest. And what did he do during winter? Did he just like always snuggle up with Elliot? Because it's like a good plan. It's cold. Or he molts and he just takes that and makes a, a ghillie suit. That's probably. Well, they are smellier on the outside than they are on the end. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he just thinks. Takes a little lightsaber and cuts them open. That's gross. Uh, I actually didn't take very many notes on this movie, and it's not because of the whole, if I took a few notes, it means I liked it. I think it's more like there wasn't much happening. You know, like... I mean, the story's a Disney story, so it was almost... I mean, you don't actually have to watch this movie to see it how, I mean, see how it would go. Oh, yeah. Uh, once, you know, once it started. Also, uh, uh, our, our boy uh, is a thief. Uh, he stole it. He stole Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, little compass and yeah. Should go to jail for that. <laughs> if anyone's going to go to jail, it should be Carl Urban passing cops on the shoulder and getting ahead of them. Like only in a Disney movie is that fine. 
I thought well, that, I mean, when you're in the good old boys club, you can do whatever you want. No kidding. I saw that and I thought, what? there's no flipping way. Give me a break. Did anybody else see or feel the tension there with, on screen uh, with the, I guess, with Disney trying to make these loggers out like they're Nazis and destroying the forest? Yeah, the movie had several little themes, and one of them is logging is bad. You know, it's it's not just the fact that... And here's the weird, like, conflict of interest. She's married to the foreman of the company. Right. You know, like, both of my parents, like, my, my parents are on complete opposite sides of the political spectrum. And, they, and they've made it work for over 30 years. But, like, every day she goes into the woods, she finds the truck keys or the, the tractor keys or the whatever keys and throws them. You'd think they would have been, like, hid them by now, right? Put them in a box somewhere in the office. And then she does it to full car urban later on. She rips it off his belt and throws it. And I thought that was kind of funny, actually. Um, you know, I, I know this is off topic slightly, but tr- timber trees are one of our renewable resources. Mm-hmm. And it just, it kind of ticks me off when I see Hollywood talking about how terrible logging is. Well, I mean, yeah, if you cut down an entire forest, okay, I get your point. But if you're, you know, we got to have toilet paper. Shut up. Yeah. about. I'm pretty sure that the script was written on paper still. Exactly. I mean, maybe you guys need toilet paper. <laughs> are you like Are you like a dog, Corny? You can just poop it out and you're fine? Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's also trying to do that. That's also when Corny farts, it just goes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 right. That's no gross. resistance. That's gross. Um, no, it's, it's a it's natural. Everybody poops. It sounds, sounds like a book. Oh wait, it is a book. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everybody poops. Elliot. <laughs> Could you imagine the size of the dragon's poop? Oh my gosh, I wonder what he eats. Anyway, but it rainbows. <laughs> poops rainbows. Oh, speaking of uh, dragons, um, there's a wonderful song you should hear. The I'll Be the Racist Dragon by uh, Flight of the Concords. Interesting. It's a, uh, it's fantastic. All right. Everywhere. I'll take your word for it. Actually, uh, there's a there's a line in that song. Uh, basically, it's like a little story with some music behind it, and it's about I'll Be the Racist Dragon. Um, he's in a cave, and a little boy goes in. <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah, P is Albie. But anyway, so uh, 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 the story goes that uh, villagers chased Albie into the cave, and uh, he blamed them for him being racist because they chased him to the cave. Nice. I don't know. That's very strange to you. But usually, yeah, yeah, do that after we get done with this. <laughs> okay. Hell, pause it now and do it. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I, um, as far as the movie as being entertaining. I think I agree with Sam with the whole, you know, oomph. that's how most of the movie was. And that's most of the laughs, but there was one thing that really made me laugh out loud. And that's when the EMTs are getting the guy out of the ambulance and they <laughs> yeah. drop the stretcher. <laughs> and I guess just watching somebody who's hurt get more injured for some reason, it hit me in the right place. <laughs> yeah. That one was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. And I probably shouldn't have laughed. Also the, you're talking about like little things kind of taking you out of the movie. Elliot kind of tries to get up, right? He's on the back of the flatbed on the back of the semi. And then it, uh, he, he crashes down and breaks the brake line, the, the hydraulic brake line. Well, the truck still has brakes, just not the trailer. So I understand that it would be harder to stop, but not impossible. And, if you downshift and take your foot off the gas, you would still slow down. I know the point is to honestly, I would have been better with Robert Redford being like, I'm not stopping and just plows through it anyway. I think that would have been better than him than, than coming up with some excuse why he should not stop by having brake trouble. Um, it's just too safe. Again, like, come on, let, let's Robert Redford has been searching his whole life for this dragon. Here's his opportunity to save it. 
I'm not going to stop for some Carl Urban and his hand and his pickup truck, you know, whatever. Yeah, but he would have murdered them. He wouldn't have murdered it. No, no. All he has to do is just pay for a new truck. It's fine. I'm sure Rob Rover's got wood carving money lying around somewhere uh, to pay for the damages of the semi and his his, uh, Chevy pickup. You know, Robert Redford has done some amazing films in his time, but I feel like this one was kind of a, a waste for him. And maybe he needed to pay a power bill or something, but I don't know. It. I don't think having him in this movie helped the movie at all. I think anybody could have played the part that he played, and I think an unknown could have played the part that he played, and it would have been just as good of a movie or... Wouldn't have hurt the movie. We won't say it's good. Right. I don't know. I like Robert Redford. And, you know, like... Well, I do, too, you yeah. Whenever I see him in these kind of movies, I get excited. I mean, when I saw that they cast him in Captain America 2, I got real excited. Yeah. Like, oh, that's great. We're 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 getting some... Some not just A-listers like Sam Jackson and, and, and other people that are in that movie, but, like, we're getting former A-listers who are willing to come in and, and do these kind of cool roles. And so when I, I saw that he was, I had forgotten that he was in this movie. And when I saw him in this movie, I was like, okay, cool. And I mean, every scene he's in, I think is better because of it. Is the movie overall improved by his presence? Maybe, I don't know, maybe not. I mean, yeah, you're right. You probably could have gotten any, any elderly man to do it. You probably could have gotten Michael Gambon, who was Dumbledore the last few movies, or you could have gotten, um, I, I oh, let's know. just bring in Liam Neeson. Yeah, you could. I mean, yeah, I get Liam Neeson to grow a beard. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but I will find you, Dragon. It would have been cool to actually have him do like his British accent too. I don't know. And then Sarah, and this is my wife, Sarah. She thought it was. Um, she said, "When did this movie come out?" I said, "2016." She's like, "This is the same year that Jurassic World came out, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And she says, and she's in that movie, right? And I said, yeah. She says, they made her look hot in Jurassic World, and they made her look frumpy in this movie. Like, well, I, I think that Jurassic World was probably filmed before this one. And I think, as Sam said, maybe it was Sam in the last podcast, that uh, she's pregnant in this one. Oh, is she? Oh, you said that. Okay. Yeah. Turned out she wasn't, so. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, I'm an ass. But uh, well, there you go. Well, but I mean, she looked. She looks. I mean, compared between those two movies, she does look much thicker. She does. That's not a problem. It's but not, she does. No, it's not a problem. It's just. And Sarah was wondering if, if like in this movie, they just they gave her bigger clothes to really play up the whole mom thing. Yeah, true. You can't do a hot mom and. Okay, so Jurassic World was 2015, so it's a full year later. So, I mean, maybe they're like, hey, you know, you can put on a couple pounds, it's fine. Whatever. I don't know. It's just, I mean, her her IMDb photo, she is, I mean, she's skinny as a rail. So, again, no judging, no fat shaming, no body shaming. It was just, they made her look like a mom in this movie. And uh, Maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah, probably. Because so, she's only a year old. That's me. Missing yeah. his mom. Yeah, no kidding, dude. I mean, she's she's still a very attractive woman. I, I find her attractive, personally. Uh, um, you, know, you know those redheads. Yeah, I kind of do have a thing for redheads. I'm weird. Um, well, I get it now. Redhead, fire, dragon. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. This whole movie's an allegory for how uh, redheads are uh, dangerous and must be stopped. Well, you're not wrong. Robert Redford's kind of a redhead, too. He was kind of a gender. No. Did you ever figure out where you knew Wes Bentley from, Corny? Yes, uh, actually. It, um, damn it. I just took it off the... Oh, uh, uh, Interstellar. Uh, um, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Interstellar, American Beauty, the four... American fed- Beauty, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, He, he was, was the uh, weird guy with the camera. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the... Um, He was one of the uh, astronauts in Interstellar, too. 
He was the first one to go of the team. So. Oh, I forgot he was Blackheart in that Ghost Rider movie. So I guess, other than Robert Redford, he would be our Marvel connection for this movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Carl Urban would definitely be our Star Trek connection. Um, and Bryce Dallas Howard, I've met your grandfather. So there you go. Um, uh, that's kind of it, honestly. I don't have much notes for this. Um, tropes, the only thing I wrote were dead parents, finds new family, shoots the thing we're scared of. Um, I'm sure there's several more of this. Your typical kind of family tropes. I can't think of them. Um, hey, did we actually have a montage in this one? Uh oh, yes, we did, and I wrote it down. I thought, did I not? Oh yeah. Also, trope Disney movies. You can use a pocket knife to start a truck. That's such bull crap. Um, <laughs> we did have a montage. Uh, we had a uh, getting to know the family, putting weird stuff on toothbrushes. <laughs> corny for that i appreciate that um yeah are we ready to do clippy clips let's do it all right clippy clips here we go whoa, 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 whoa. oh no okay we're not ready I'm just <laughs> <laughs> jerk okay here we go clips fresh not even a day old what do you think a bear you ever seen a bear that big Thought I did once. Turns out it was just Bobby's sister. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fat jokes in a Disney movie. (laughs) So I've mentioned this before, and and Chad mentioned it the other week when he was back on uh, for Sweeney Todd. I don't know what it is about Netflix, but their audio transfer is just not good sometimes. Yeah. Like, I had a really hard time hearing people. Like, even in that scene... Anyone not Carl Urban was hard. I couldn't understand them a lot of times. It was just hard to hear. And I have an example of that later on. Um, Actually, I have an example of that right now. So there's like three or four people in the cab of his truck, and they all say things, and then Carl Urban screams, and he's like almost the only thing you can understand. Like, one of them says it's a monster. Someone says it's a demon. I'm pretty sure someone says a monster demon, and then he screams it was a dragon. But, like, can we not boost their audio up any? Did we only have one microphone for Carl Urban? Like, I'm not sure what's happening. So where, what are you watching your Netflix on? Uh, well, I record from my desktop. Uh, my desktop into my mixer into my recording, my, my computer, my other computer. Because okay, I've been watching my Netflix on my phone almost exclusively. And, uh, you know, because when you wake up at four in the morning, watch a movie. God, what? Um, <laughs> I, it, I'm not having any audio issues as of late. But you're using headphones. It's also very true. Yeah, you're using like right in headphones. But I mean, like, when I'm watching this normally at the house, I'm using the sound bar. Um, and it's it's fine, but it's still, I have to bump it up, you know, like, oh, they're talking, time to go yeah. up, you know. But, like, you just yeah. heard that. I mean, gosh, that's that's straight from the computer into the into another computer for recording. Straight out the computer. I've noticed that, too, when I watch on TV, I have to turn it down when the music is playing and turn it up when... Yeah. Yeah, but when I watch on my iPad, it's usually fine. Yeah, I mean, if like, if I just got headphones in, it's wonderful. But it's be, but it's also because I don't have to worry about bothering the house. I can have it as loud as I want, and it doesn't matter. So anyway, it's fine. I just we I've had a, a significant amount of movies recently where net the Netflix transfer has not been great. True. So True. I don't know. Um, Here's one that I wrote, I, I captured, partly because Robert Redford's really good in it. And another part of it is, it's this old kind of joke that, and usually only Southern people do this, but they're in the Pacific Northwest, so I don't know. But 
it's when you look at someone and you call them an asshole, but just smile. Like, are you still calling them an asshole or are you not? So in this case, um, Robert um, Redford just burns the hell out of Dallas uh, Howard. But because he smiles and the music is happy, it's not a burn. So I'll, I'll let you be the judge of it. So I'm not going to try to convince you I quit that. But maybe, maybe if you could just be open to looking. You know those woods? You know those woods like the back of my hand? I couldn't have missed a dragon. Well, you miss Pete. Like, I don't think it was a burn. I mean, I think it was a logical hey. No, I, I, I know that, but but you you implied that because it's Robert Redford. He's smiling and the music is happy. He basically just said to his, I guess, granddaughter, daughter, whatever she is, that she sucked at her job for six years. That's what he did. You missed Pete. You missed a kid that lived in the woods by himself. You suck. That's what I heard. Who's saying that was an invisible dragon? Well, yeah, the dragon part I get, but she probably walked up, saw him floating, and was like, "Ah, peyote," and walked away. <laughs> Did you say peyote or coyote? Yeah. A peyote. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure I heard the right weird thing. Um, and then this probably one of the only other moments in the movie that I laughed. I actually chuckled. Attention, all units. We're eastbound on Millhaven Road in pursuit of a, a dragon. It's a dragon. Can't say dragon over the radio. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Ah, Disney. Ah, uh, thought that was funny. All right, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Trivia. I didn't capture much because there wasn't much to capture. I mean, just, there really wasn't. Um, Robert Redford rescued an abandoned horse on the second day of shooting. So. It's <laughs> badass. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, director David Lowry. David Lowry. He's he David Lowry. I'm David Lowry. <laughs> I explained why Elliot is a furry dragon in an IGN article saying that he'd rather have the kind of dragon you really want to give a hug to rather than a Game of Thrones type dragon, which he described as cool but scaly and cold. So. Much like my heart. Right. That's right. That's just like Corny's heart. And I didn't capture anything else because, again, there really wasn't anything else to capture about the trivia. Um, oh, a fun fact uh, uh, in the uh, first animatronic uh, usage of that uh, dragon, it uh, uh, roasted corn. Um, uh, and uh, that's why uh, Children of the Corn 4 was never made. Oh, you're such an idiot. Um, waka waka. I mean, stuff like Pete spends about 85% of the movie barefoot, both in town and in the woods. <laughs> okay. Carl Urban replaced Michael C. Hall as Gavin, while Wes Bentley replaced Casey Affleck as Jack. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, recasting this is such a new movie, uh, though Sam did put in my notes Joe Pesci just to make sure that I said it. Um, soundtrack, Gary, I thought it was fine. I liked the guitar part. Oh, did you guys notice? You probably didn't, but I only noticed because I had to go back and capture clips that the intro song is the song that the girl sings about yes, the dragon really? in yes, the north. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I didn't either the first time. Um, I caught it, it immediately. Oh, good. Suck it, Sean. <laughs> Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> um, but like... Yeah, so I thought that was uh, actually kind of neat, and that goes to a trope of, like, song, sings, plot, parts of the movie kind of a thing. Um, so, anyway, uh, top three. Uh, I have a clip for that. Here we go. It is... Excuse me while I whip this out. We are picking top three dragons, movies that feature dragons. And uh, if you don't know your name of your dragon, Andrew, then you can just say the movie and we'll, um, we'll okay. just uh, infer from there. So you may uh, go, sir. Okay. So I have an honorable mention, and the reason it's an honorable mention is because it's not a movie. It's a TV show All right. called Merlin and John Hurt 
plays the voice of the dragon. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen Merlin, it's a great show. You should watch it. Uh, also uh, has a hottie, Katie McGrath. Uh, number three, Sword in the Stone, in 1963 version. And Mad Madam Mim she turns does, into a dragon. She does turn into a dragon. Here's the funny part. This is this goes to like Disney, like reusing faces and things. The dragon she turns into is essentially the same thing that Elliot is in the 77 cartoon. Right. It's like the exact same drawing. <laughs> Sorry. Just. Oh, that's great. Uh, number two, the Hydra in Hercules, also a Disney cartoon. Oh, neat. Okay. Uh, number one, I actually have two that are tied for number one. Oh, okay. And the reason I'm doing this is just really, uh, well, I'll, I'll say this number one for the uh, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows part two. In Green Guts, the, uh, white, oh, the dragon white dragon that they dragon, fly yeah. out on. I don't know his name. If he has a name, he may not have a name. I don't think it has a name, but yeah. But uh, I thought that was a pretty kick-ass dragon. And then uh, tied for that for number one, this is for Sam. I'm going to argue that Jurassic Park, uh, the word dinosaur translates to terrible lizard, as we know. And dragons are terrible lizards. So I think it's only fair that... <laughs> Uh, T-Rex is a, a, a dinosaur, a dragon. I'm I'm gonna so argue in every sense of your argument that that's a real dino, that that's a dragon because it, it can't fly, um, or breathe fire. But well, take it up with Sam. That's uh, not my problem. Uh, <laughs> isn't corny? Isn't Chad like the dragon nut in our group? Doesn't he like love dragons and things like that? Or no? I mean, I'm, he does, and but at the same time. Can the dragon in Mulan fly? Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and only because he does it for just a few seconds in the movie, and it's my number three. <laughs> but he says, but he, he looks like one. And again, and also dragons in different cultures, right? So I guess you're right, because now that I think about it, because the Chinese culture, dragon is, they don't, I don't think they do fly. Not think about it. I don't think, I don't think Mushu has wings. I don't think yeah. about it. Well, he, no, I think he has tiny little wings that don't work. He, he flies, but only because he wears a kite and then Any straps wing, a rocket to himself. Vibrant. Yeah. And they're like, what are you? And he goes, your worst nightmare. And then they all jump out, which is great. I still say that dinosaurs are not dragons, but anyway. Mushu can breathe fire. T-Rexes can't breathe fire. Anyway. You're, I mean, you're, it would be closer an argument saying that Godzilla is a dragon. No, dragon. Godzilla is a dragon. Oh, is he? Yeah. But uh, is he? Is that a thing? I didn't know that. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, I kind of agree with Andrew. I believe that's actually true. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna ask. Is I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the internet. Is. <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying this because I know Sam would say it. I'm not saying that I agree that. Well, he didn't. Dragons. Which is funny. Well, he would if he were here. Well, but he didn't. Really but he posted, I'm just saying, he gave me his list. Yeah, he left that out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm arguing with Sam right now. This is weird. Okay. Uh, You're Sam. Uh, I'm looking, I don't know. I, it's got a bunch of other dragon. So there's a, there's a Godzilla wiki and pages in categories of dragons. Monster X, King... Something, Dragira, Time Dragon, which is like a cartoon, Power Dragon, Dorat. So, and then there's one actually just called Dragon. And then Mecha King, Giddoran. I don't think he's a dragon. Anyway. Yeah, okay, maybe thought. Whatever, that's fine. Even if it is, that's cool. I wonder if uh, our, uh, actually, who would know the answer to that would be our buddy uh, uh, Mike uh, Antonucci, who... Um, was on the show as a guest who did our um, Godzilla Final Wars movie with us. He's our resident Godzilla. He's seen every Godzilla movie ever made. Um, I think that's actually an, an accurate statement. I'm not actually making that up. I'll have to ask him. Mike, if you're listening, shoot me an email or a text when you get when you hear this episode to let me know if Godzilla is a dinosaur, or not a dinosaur, a dragon, or a, just a big mutated lizard thing. Uh, Corny. All right, here we go. Uh, my number three 
actually, sorry, I'm uh, my number. Th- uh, yeah, my number three. I'm going to go with uh, the Hobbit uh, in Smog. Smog, yeah. Smog. Uh, my number two, Shrek, and Donkey's Love oh, Interest. Right, I forgot about the dragon from Shrek. And uh, all right, get ready for an argument. Uh, my number one. Uh, Bruce Lee, because like he has three movies <laughs> with the word dragon in it. I, I actually thought about throwing that in there just to be a jerk, <laughs> because he's called the dragon. He's referred to as the dragon. He's he's not he's not, he's not a dragon. But I Are do love out? Dragon of Blue. Oh, yeah. I do love Dragon of Bruce Lee's story. I think that's actually a really good movie. Oh, actually, uh, and uh, uh, an honorable mention to every Dragon Ball Z movie. Well, that's true because he shows up. Uh, uh, Shinron does show up a lot in those in those movies. Um, so, yeah, Shinron. I go. try to find a way to squeeze uh, Scott Pilgrim in there, and uh, don't doesn't. Yeah, there's a dragon in that movie. <gasps> there he is. It's a. It's I take a, it back. My number a, one, Scott Pilgrim, and it, then the. Uh, is it like an electronic or a, yeah it's one of the audio ones oh, yeah. like like yeah. they're the asian guys are the dragon and then the scott pilgrim's band's like a giant monkey or something yes. and they fight the, yeah. the giant uzuru yeah something like that that's a real thing um oh you got me thinking can i is there any way i can can get a dragon connection to either star trek or serenity i don't think so <laughs> all right hold on um i don't know i'm not gonna worry about it too much okay my number three, my, my two honorable mentions are Falcor and Aragon. Well, her name wasn't Aragon. Her name was um, Safira, but Safira from Aragon. Bad movie, but she was kind of cool. Uh, my number three is Mushu from Mulan. Dragon, not a lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. Uh, my number two is, um, oh, wait, I forgot to do Sam. Sorry. Sam is Draco from Dragonheart with an honorable mention mm. of the giant-ass dragon from Reign of Fire. So Draco from with Dragonheart, that's your Sean Connery uh, as Draco. Number two for him is Falcor from Neverland Story. And his number one, like mine, is Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. I was going to do that, but I realized you would, so I stopped. Yeah, he's like the best thing ever. Um, all right, cool. Um, no email, which is fine. Uh, out of ten... Wait, what's supposed to happen? And again, Sam gave me his numbers for that too. So, Andrew, if you... Oh, my list just froze. That was weird. Okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, my Excel spreadsheet just completely froze, but now we're good. Um, Pete's Dragon, out of 10, sir. Okay. Um, For reasons previously mentioned. Uh, It wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't terrible. I'm going to go right up the middle and say this is getting a five. I'm going to give it... Uh, because of the guy falling off the stretcher, I'll give it an extra point two. So I'm going to give it a five point two, <laughs> just for a gag, just for a sight gag. Nice. Yeah, you get two points for a laugh. Okay, I'm with you there. No, me two tenths of a point. Cor- corny. There you- uh, I'm going to go a full point higher uh, than Andrew, only based on that uh, I got uh, a. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm going to give it a seven. Based on the fact that I saw a a dragon set a road on fire and almost kill people. Uh, Explosions are... I I got, you know, at least a a ball of fire. Um, So you're all... It's going to really offset things. So this movie is in line with you for Sweeney Todd and uh, John dies at the end. Fire and death. uh, Yeah. uh, Interstellar. I I can't give it that much. I really can't. Uh, but I will go 6.2 only okay. based on the fire. Yeah, it does that thing where like the thing in the movie causes the mess and then it saves everybody from said mess. So, uh, Sam. Can I, can, I, can I be real honest? Yeah. I didn't want him to save them. Huh? I didn't want him to save them. Oh. Well, they were fine. Pete. Bryce Dallas Howard and her husband are fine. It was Carl Urban. It was a. Dick. I wanted Pete. I'm sorry. I want. Yeah, I want Elliot to uh, you know destroy the bridge, and then watch them fall to their death, and then land, and then stare at Elliot. <laughs> wow. And then fly off. That's cold, dude. Yeah. Or stare at Pete. Yeah, just stare at Pete. You know. Yeah. Like you did this. Wow, that's cold. And then they have Pete's Dragon Two, where Pete goes off to kill Elliot. 
Oh, they've already made this a very good series. Yeah, wow. You just changed this. You just turned back. This is the second time now you've turned this into Rain of Fire. Interesting. Uh, (laughs) Sam gave it a 5.98 for for his own personal reasons. Um, I'm looking to see if he's messed up my... Nope, he didn't. Okay. Um, What about you, Sean? I'm going to give it a... Thanks for the the toss, Andrew. Um, I'm actually kind of with kind of everyone. Uh, It it was a fine, safe, simple, easy, nothing... I mean, nothing in this movie was a surprise. Everything was as as you expected it. Um, So I 5.5 will average the vote out to a 5.72. So there... You go. Um, yeah, and that's kind of—I think that's going to do it for us. Um, I'm actually curious what what does five point seven two do for us? It puts it right, uh, right under London has fallen, right above sky high. So, yeah, that's, that's a decent place to put it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I guess uh, just a handful. I like London has fallen far better than this. But uh, me too. Why was it so damn low? Well, because it's not a good movie. It's still not a good no, movie. No, it's really not. You know, it's not but like I'd, it was... I'd watch it at 10 times more than I would ever watch this one. It wasn't like what it was Olympus. What about that? Well, oh, you want to know? Um, look it up. Um, sorry. Uh, I'm trying to remember where we did it. Yes. How long ago did we do it? London Has Fallen. Uh, Corny, you gave it a 5.8. So... What made me mad about that movie? You you liked this movie more than you liked that movie. So what? Yeah. That movie did something, and I really hated it. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's it. So next week is a movie, oh, but yeah, it doesn't. No, there wasn't enough death. There wasn't enough death. He didn't. Um. Oh, Andrew just ran away. Um. <laughs> it was funny. I heard a dog bark, and then he just ran away. So I guess he's going to take care of his dog. I'm going to make sure this movie's streaming before I say it out loud. I'm pretty sure it is. Oops. I still can't type. Oh my gosh! Kill, kill command. Uh, is streaming on Netflix. Well, so there you go. Um, has a really interesting poster. I don't know anything about this thing. Um, with a bunch of actors, I don't know who they are. This is this a Netflix thing? This has got to be a uh, Netflix thing. I don't recognize anyone in this. Set in the near future, technology reliant society that pits men against killing machines. Against this backdrop, an elite army unit is helicoptered to a remote off the grid island training facility. Uh, okay, fine, whatever. That's what it is. So next week we're doing <laughs> Kill Command. Um. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then after that, we've got Lost in Space, which will be fun. Looking forward to that. And then we've got some other interesting things coming up. And, oh, wow, I didn't realize Doctor Strange was on here. That's cool. We've got that coming up in a little bit, too. Um, but before we get too much farther away than where we are now, um, we mentioned last week, and we're going to keep mentioning again, we are va- uh, rapidly approaching the month of October. We always, and by always, we've done this now. This will be our third year, I think, or fourth. I can't remember. <laughs> I think third year of doing Halloween-themed scary-type movies during the month of October. And this year will be no hey, different. You know, also, go ahead. So please, if you have a recommendation, if there's something you want us to do that's streaming on Netflix or Amazon, um, and you think this will be a lot of fun to watch these guys squirm, Feel free to throw it in there. I will say this. We will not 100% absolutely will not watch Human Centipede for the show. I'm not doing that. Um, but, you know, any other horror films you can do. And no, Sam, Nymphomaniac is not a horror film. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it is a horror film. Uh, it's a horror film. Ah. Uh, so anyway, that's our show. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and I... The good news is, is that we can't watch it in the corner. No, we Sweet. won't because we've already done that. We could watch two, three, four, or five, but we won't watch the first one. Well, we could we take will. a it could take a day and go uh, go see Stephen King's It. Oh, yeah. Or watch the original four and a half hour version. We can do that too. Uh, that's also, that's also or, a good uh, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Please go there. Um, <laughs> you good, Corny? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Should I stop the music? I mean, like, what's going on? Oh, sorry, my uh, internet hicked up. So after I said, uh, it's, also, it's also a big hell no to go and see it. To which I heard you say, gofme.com. I was like, wait, what? Oh, nice. No, gofundme.com slash cheap seat reviews. I did it again. Oh, my gosh. What is an actual site? Hold on. Gofme.com? Probably. Yeah, let's see. I don't think we should Google that. I mean, you can, uh, but I, as long as it's not on your work computer, you'll be fine. No, nah, no. Nah. All right, back to the music. Anchor, our anchor app. Check us, check us out. Um, uh, our other um, podcast, uh, our other cheap seat reviews, uh, anchor page. Um, I just recently did Kong Skull Island, though I had a typo, so it says Jong Skull Island, which is pretty funny. Um, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Check out our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. And follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. <sighs> Please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmails.com. Like I said, uh, just, uh, or even Twitter or Facebook, whatever. But if you got something you want us to do for Halloween, get, let us know so we can eventually we'll put it up on the website and we'll do a little votey vote for it as we have in the past. So anyway, on behalf of Andrew, Corny, Sam, who is not here, but we do miss, um, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>